Welcome to the RLC CPA Live podcast, brought to you by Double D Do Business, where your host, Dave Evans, founder of RLC, talks with CPA business owners, clients, and friends from across the United States, exploring the business issues of right now. You'll hear practical advice to real business challenges that are happening today creating value, exploring help, and providing you, the listener, with ideas and answers. And now your host, Dave Evans. Heading record to the cloud. So welcome back to RLC CPA Live. That was almost correct. And if you joined us last week, Mike, you were here last week when you showed up and out of nowhere, we, we hit some Victor Frankl stuff, didn't we? So we went from shallow to deep in about three seconds, about, about, about the same time it takes a top of the range Porsche to go from north to 60. So it was pretty, pretty interesting. So thanks for sharing, Vince. Uh, we are live, so if you are on the Facebooks in the background, please do uh, share away. This week, having followed on from dedication last week and commitment, growth the week before, I want to talk about the power of plain talking in business. Now, if you're watching this and wondering why why are we all getting together to talk about these things, RLC is active in the CPA space and has been now for several years. And we spend our time training people to be business coaches and advisors. So this is about our clients and friends in the States joining us to talk about that exact thing. So uh, first things I want to ask our friends, Eric Swick, you're back from Swick Business Strategies with a special feature. What is that you're wearing? Yeah, that's my sling. I've got a broken collarbone and a couple of broken ribs and a lot of bruises. Um, you know, I got a flat tire while I was making a turn about 50 miles an hour on my bicycle and it just went out from under me. That's gravity and science, isn't it? What yeah, exactly. Mike, I know. It's amazing how it's amazing how high your head can bounce after hitting the sidewalk with a helmet. And what was your helmet like afterwards? Your bicycle helmet, that is, for anybody watching. Yeah, it didn't crack, but I will tell anyone I pass on my bike in the future that doesn't have a helmet on, I'm going to yell at them and tell them a helmet saved my life, because I'm convinced it saved my life. Well, we're we're now delighted and extra happy that you're with us, Eric. So welcome yeah. back. We have the Thank wonderful. You. Vince Howard back with us. Vince, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Dave. Thanks. Uh, no, uh, I mean, no collarbone issues, no broken ribs. Doing good. Yeah, but but you, you have you have the luxury of a tax deadline tomorrow, right? Uh, yes. That we do. Yeah. And Mike, you're back with us again. Uh, you are literally our, our most, I mean, up, up until Eric taking himself out. I think Eric was winning this one. You're here the most so far, Mike. So... Uh, or neck and neck with Eric Swick. How are you doing this week, Mr. Mr. Boots? Very well. Glad to be back, and thanks for doing this. Our pleasure. So I want to talk about this straight talking. And uh, first things first, I'd like to talk to you about what, what does straight talking mean to you? So let's go to you, Mike, first. Uh, talk us through what you think straight talking in business is about, and that plain English thing. What, what does it mean? Yeah, so for me, what it means is just cut through, cut through all the noise, cut through the positioning and the posturing, and and now is a time that we just have to have real conversations and authentic conversations, um, and and move as quickly as you can. You don't have to make the perfect real; just make a real. 
I like that. Just make the real. I do believe in the pre-take. You talked about bloopers. Yeah, yeah. I've, I think I've shared that before, but um, you don't need to worry about making the perfect reel. You, you can make a blooper reel. It's okay. And, and don't compare your don't compare your highlight reel to someone else's blooper reel. That's a very good point. Uh, something about the Michigan accent, Eric, isn't there? When you talk about bloopers, it just sounds a bit more potentially comedic. I think, Mike. <laughs> now we both know Vince doesn't make bloopers, do you, Vince? Oh. Uh, like 60 or 70 a minute. <laughs> That's pretty impressive too. Um, so what what does straight talking and plain English mean to you, Vince? So I'm, I'm going to piggyback on what Mike said. I mean, we, you know, as, as advisors, as consultants, we just need to cut through the chase. You know, we're the messenger, don't kill the messenger, but we've got to tell our clients in verbiage or wording that they're going to understand and not CPA jargon, where they are and what they need to do. Yep. And, and right now, more than ever, isn't it, is navigating to the point where the action needs to take place. Um, totally. Eric, what does it mean to you? So, you know, I think about in coaching people, one of the things you taught me is, you know, I try to listen like my life depends on it. And what's really important, I think, with this is when you're listening to someone and they're giving your feedback, you know, be, don't be afraid to call bullshit. I mean, be willing to challenge them. Be willing to ask questions back that will put them on the spot and not be pussyfoot around it, basically. So that's what I think of. Uh, and I believe that um, a well-known retailer in the US did make a BS button, didn't they? Um, and you press it and it would say, bullshit detected, <laughs> uh, which is quite amazing. And the fact, though, that they did make that for, for, I think, if I remember correctly, for meetings is to help us all be more effective in meetings. You see, one of the things that when you explore where does plain English exist, you can look across different industries. Now, if you've ever been in a hospital for whatever reason, and they come out and they say something to you, and you yeah, recently, and they, and, they, and they say something to you they might have done in the past or recently, uh, and that you go, what did they just mean? Have you ever had that experience? Absolutely. So, and you sit there thinking, I really don't know what they're talking about. And uh, now the reason why I bring this to your attention is that sometimes we have to think about the lessons in other industries about saying things in the plainest way possible. You know, if you look Vince in your industry, you've got all these codes and numbers and you know, from 401ks to payroll numbers and, you know, they are quite technical, quite specific. So how do we simplify how we speak so that people can take better action? So there's getting to the past the BS, getting to the point of where the action needs to take place, not having to worry about bloopers and just doing it, doing your show reel anyway. There's also though, de-jargonization, isn't there? If that's even a word to speak in literal plain so Dave, what I think about when you talk about that is that's where I feel it's so important to have that face-to-face -face interaction as opposed to over the phone or email which so many people rely on because you you lose that facial and body language expressions that to me tell me or indicate to me are they getting it or are they not getting it am I talking in language they don't understand so I think that's one of the things that I'm finding it's so critical and why, you know, using things like Zoom and having in this time and 
age, you know, still having that physical presence with people because I think it's important. Def definitely. And, and I think it's even more important at times when people are under increased pressure. So and I, love, I love your take on that. Uh, so let's test ourselves at speaking in plain English. Now, we're going we're gonna to apply Mike's bloopers live, right? So, uh, and each one of us has to give a thumbs up or a thumbs down as to whether what we say is plain English enough, right? So no one is prepped if you're watching this, what I'm about to do or ask. This is literally as we do it live. So just to do a demo for Mike, Eric and Vince, that's good. And slowly, of course, that's not good. A bit like Gladiator the movie, right? So. The first challenge is we're talking about plain, plain English and straight talking. So I'm going to set the challenge uh, and ask for a volunteer to tell me in a single sentence what it is your company does. Let's test our ability to speak in plain English. Let's go to Eric first. Eric, what does your business do? I work with business owners to help them create the best version of their business that they can so that they can maximize the potential of the company. So let's go to Mike and to Vince. Are you ready? Uh, now, this is not like rock, paper, scissors, right? So, on three, just make your choice. Uh, well, I've got to say, that was, that was a good, almost like we rehearsed that, Eric. That was very good. Yeah. So, uh, Eric, who should we go to next? Which one, uh, Mike or Vince? Well, I think we should go to Mike so that Vince is, has to be last and sweat it out it's, a little longer. It's tradition. I appreciate that. It's tradition, <laughs> isn't it? It's tradition on CPA Live that Vince does go last each time. So, Mike, talk us through in a sentence. What, what does your business do? What we do is we help people who are passionate about helping entrepreneurs succeed by providing foundational business knowledge which helps um, foster the relationship between the coach, the advisor, the consultant, and the entrepreneur, as well as uh, uh, fuel their pipeline for growth. So Eric, Vince, are you ready? We're gonna go on three, right? I'm getting the fourth here, can you see it? Right, so uh, I'm gonna ask him to vote. Uh, I think it's, uh, for me, it's kind of in the middle I'll give it to him. Of course you do. It's in the middle, I think. I, I don't want to go like that. Um, but um, let, let's see if we can coach live. How could we improve that, Eric and Vince? So, so not Mike, how could we improve it? What could we say that, about what Mike said to make it more, huh, right? Any any votes, any ideas? I mean, maybe just say that there's, you know, they offer some training modules that are you know, teach people about the basics of business. Vince? No pressure. Uh, I think their job is to make advisors better coaches. Okay. So, we're getting somewhere. I suppose I should chip in. I think it's something like this. Uh, we have the business education you need to run your business at its best. That's an, just an idea. So, uh, Mike, we'll, we'll give you another test in a different format in a minute, right? So, we've been saving this to last. Up next is Vince Howard. He's been he's seen some good answers so far. There's totally no pressure here. We're not stringing this out, Eric, are we at all? I need to get some drum roll features, don't I, for this bit? So, Vince. Um, 
tell me, uh, what's your number one answer about your business? Really, do we do anything? I, you, know, uh, you know, our our firm is here to basically serve and educate small to medium businesses to provide them with financial independence. Ooh. So we're back. <laughs> we're back to the vote here, Mike and Eric. So I'm going to take I'm going to take a steer from the two other votes as to which way I go. So Mike, Eric, state your case. Oh, Eric's a neutral. Oh, Eric's a neutral. Oh, there you go. Is there any improvement you would add, Eric, to what Vincent said? Well, I just think you know to their financial health. I think it would be more something around you know a better understanding of the financial position or where they stand, something like that. But it doesn't it demonstrate for each of us the dilemma that plain English pauses. And, and when we stop and think about the other person that listens to this, you know, and I go back to some of the creative networking things we've done with people over the years. I remember speaking to um, uh, Brent Motel about how to introduce himself as an accountant. And he came up with a, uh, he'd run a money rehabilitation program. <laughs> right, no, it's quite good, isn't it, Eric? sorting out your wealth and your taxes you know or you could do the classic i'm an accountant but i'm not like every other accountant yeah, we all know that script so it's uh, uh what, what else do i hear from uh, george powers who's sometimes with us he said um he's uh, the business doctor for entrepreneurs i asked him what does that mean he said i help them put the scaffolding up so their building doesn't fall down and you're like, ah, uh, but it's just creating both creatively and in simple terms. How do you talk about your business so that the other person's not going, sitting back going, wow, that sounds like a spaceship. You know, are you in the future somewhere? I don't understand you. So, but that's in plain English about how you talk about your business. Imagine if we do that in leadership or in storytelling about our company as well. You know, where else do we enhance what we're saying rather than make it simple. So let's come back to this plain English thing for a moment then. What's your best advice for speaking to teams in plain English? By the way, I have to say, um, Louis Calvin has commented, has anybody seen this? Um, anybody say, take a look on your Facebook. He's written, we help businesses reach their dreams. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. So sh should we do a two-handed vote for Louis? I know you can't, Eric. <laughs> Add a thousand dollars a clip. That's right. So Louis, thank you though for just. We being... love you, Louis. Yeah. We do. Is, we have to trust him from a perspective. When I fix my blur, we have to, we have to, we have to trust him because he is the unofficial uh, porter potty guy. Uh, as well, isn't he? So uh, he, he knows what he's talking about from a board spotty perspective. Now, uh, let's see if my focus does come back. There it is. Now, you looked so uh, much better about five seconds ago, Dave. Almost like looked I, like the Mr. Clean guy. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So You're welcome. I'll, I'll, take it as a, I'll take it as a compliment, Vince. So <laughs> what, what's your advice? Oh, uh, Louis Calvin, I was trying to help Mike. <laughs> Mike. As he always is, as he yeah. always is. <laughs> uh, so there you go, Mike. That's brilliant. We help. Louis, you should know I'm beyond help. 
Well, I wouldn't like to comment or deny, Mike. It would be grossly unfair live on a social media channel. So let's come back to what's your best advice of straight talking with your people or teams? So Eric, what do you think matters the most there? Um, first, you know, I think you always have to understand your audience and, you know, there's always going to be a variety of people in there, some more sensitive than others. So it's just making sure whatever you're going to discuss, you know, gets through to everyone that it's like you talked about keeping it simple enough so that the, the one person in that room, because a lot of times we'll meet when I had my CPA firm, I may have managers in there, but I may have some staff people in there. And I try not to get too technical because, you know, the accountants or the, the uh, professionals would understand everything I'm talking about, but the staff wouldn't. And so it's just making sure you understand, you know, who your audience is and what level you can speak at. I, I think that's a great bit of encouragement just to remember and, and personalizing your communication to the listener. And yeah, I make- just had a conversation with a client yesterday because we're talking about doing some brainstorming with his organization. I said, you know, it'll be very different when you're brainstorming with the guys that are out on the line in the back of, you know, the back of the house, whatever it is that they're, you know, the ones that are actually doing the work. And they're the ones you probably want to brainstorm the most with because they probably get the best ideas. But I would do that differently than I would with his leadership team or his management team. Great advice. Now, uh, let's just do a quick brainstorm test. Uh, see how smart we all are today. Vince, uh, do you happen to know the number one way to do a brainstorm? Uh, I know what we do. I don't know if it's the number one way. So, well, if you're doing it, it has to be, doesn't it, Mike? Uh, no. It, we have our stickies. You have 30 seconds. Anything that comes to mind, put it up on the topic. Correct. Um, the golden rule is in silence. So whether it's 30 seconds, 10 minutes, five minutes of creative stop and reflect, doesn't matter, that you do it in silence and you collect all of the answers. What goes wrong, do you think, with normal brainstorming when you start to communicate pretty quickly? What do you think goes wrong? Critiquing and solutions, uh, creating solutions. Yeah, you get solutions talked about, and then the volume overrides the quality of the data. And actually, with a brainstorm, it's the data, the information you collect. You want to go through all of it to make the brainstorm worthwhile. So anyway, that came out of a tip there from Eric Swick at Swick Business Strategies, remember? So if you want to know more about that stuff, get in touch with Eric, one arm or not. Uh, so let's go to you next, Mr. Boots, because Eric has stipulated the order, which means Vince is last, because uh, it's, it's part of our, when he's here, it's part of the way it works. Mate, what's your tips around straight talking with uh, people? By the way, Louis contributing again to buy you time. He said, uh, group thinking. So love it. So Mike, what's your tip about straight talking with people? Now we don't have to actually practice this to, to provide the tip, right? That's true. Okay, good. Intention is good enough. Um, shut the hell up and listen. Hear what they have to say. That's because 100% in the intentions of the words I speak, I have 0% confidence in how they're interpreted. So make sure that you're understanding people's mindset and where they're at um, before 
if possible before communicating anything. So just really make sure you're listening to your teams, especially in a moment of crisis. Now, I think that's a super bit of advice because it gives you a chance to really think about that you have to balance your time between what you want to say and making sure you're fully tuned in to that moment, don't you? What's your, what's your best experience of that, Mike? Doing it right or doing it wrong? Because I've got a lot of best experiences doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure we all have in some way or other. <laughs> in in, in, in do, doing it right. Um, doing it right is, is really making sure that, that I am in the best mental place um, and, and taking time to make sure that I'm in, I'm in the right mental place and putting aside anything that I have or a potential agenda and focusing on what is really my objective of trying to, 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 that I want to accomplish. And if it is to truly communicate most effectively with the team, it's to, to find out where they're at. It's because I think sometimes, and we would hope that this last couple of months of lockdown and challenges and you know, the, the yo-yoing back and forth of restrictions around the world is gonna teach us. We probably have to ask that question more than ever. That are you, you know, just even knowing sometimes, are you all right? No, good, yeah, good. The, 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 um, in times of uh, just stress or uncertainty or something, anything that's, that's created um, change, typically people are gonna react differently and everybody, even us as leaders, we react differently to, to change. And um, knowing yourself and how you handle those situations, that's by far the most impactful thing because when you know yourself and how you handle those, it can help you to make sure that you remain centered so you can help those others around you. That's good, Mike, very, very good. Let's get events, events. I hope you've got a belter for us. So Dave, you know, before, well, I think this is one of the hardest things that we struggle with, with our, with our team communicating with our client is that a, a lot of times they're technically smart, but they over speak, they over talk the situation. Um, we don't have it anymore, but we used to have uh, like a little bean bag in the office, a little like you could just throw it at somebody. Um, and whenever we heard the tax jargon, right? Whenever we heard the code section coming out, and you know, you'd see that thing whip throughout the office at somebody because you're like, stop talking in tax code. Nobody understands this. Yeah. So one of the things that and I think, Dave, you've said this before, right? You said that the originator of the communication is responsible for the result. In our case, we look at, we call it OAR, O-A-R, options, actions, result. So when you're communicating, give them several options, give them the actions, tell them what the results are gonna be, but it has to be simple enough that basically your 10-year-old your child could read this follow the steps and not make it 15 or 20 paragraphs, right? Yep. You're, you're, yep. you're lost after two or three. Yep. Now, 
I think that's great advice, and I love that acronym OAR. Oh, well, I do like one of the two of those, Mike. It's, it's, it's known, isn't it? I like those kind of things. But let's pause on this originator of the communication is responsible for the result. You are right. Quite often in leadership or as an owner, you can get lost whether you think you've communicated enough. And it doesn't matter how many books you read, when you think about some of the great characters of the US in the development field from Zig Ziglar right the way through, back to Dr. Stephen Covey and many more, they all talk about the same thing, which is, it's not how many times you communicate something, it's the one time that you do that makes sense to the listener. That could be 40 times, 50 times, hopefully a lot less. Now, uh, just a quick one. Mike, uh, isn't it a core all about communication in your education system for business owners? Yes, sir, there is. Um, I, I, have you looked at it? <laughs> so, I have looked at it. <laughs> So is it, tell us a little bit about it. Is it good? Is it worth somebody? If you're watching this, you think, I don't know this stuff. I've got to get a hold of this. And it, can we get them in touch with you, Mike? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Happy to know. Here's the thing, Dave, is, is every one of these modules, um, it's amazing when you watch them, how many things you pick up and things that you've forgotten that you once knew. Um, and, and it's a constant, it's, it's, it's even, even when you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that. There's a difference between knowing it and owning it and, and constantly reminding yourself of, of that fundamentals, this is what it's all about because there is so much information you have to know and you have to pull out at different times and different cycles. And, and so yeah, it's absolutely, um, it, it's, it's, as all the modules, it's all about running a business and it's all about the, the foundational knowledge that you need. And, and even if you've gone through it to be able to go back to it is is just extremely beneficial. And as a, as a secret, I was, to, I was told it titbit tip, if there's such a thing. That sounded almost terrible. Um, thanks to the events, your facial expression before. Yeah. yeah, say that again three times fast. <laughs> that, that again three times fast. Anyway, um, I like the way you gave me an out with your instruction. Uh, now, Mike, I, th I think there's a couple of things about this, that if you want to get more out of your accountant and your advisor, and they've got your educational system, it's going to shortcut stuff, isn't it? You're going to get much better conversations, much better knowledge and usefulness from your, your trusted advisor, which should be your accounting practice and firm, shouldn't it? It, absolutely, because again, that, that foundational knowledge, I can't tell you how many times I've heard people just share, you know, I've tried and tried and tried sharing this information and, and there's a disconnect and, and what that foundation, that, that knowledge provides is it provides people, they're, they're talking in the same language and that is huge because if, if there's people out there where you're just your, your minds aren't the same or you don't have the same background and um, there was an example from a long time ago if, if I say describe a picture to me some people will describe a, a picture on a wall some people will describe a picture of water and some people will describe a baseball picture right and that's unfortunately the, the 
the communication we've always always have to remember is which pitcher are you talking about and are you talking about the same pitcher and the foundational knowledge is what the difference maker is between any advisor whether it's their your accountant and the business owner or any advisor that they work with that foundational knowledge is the difference maker to make sure that you are talking about the same topic there's a famous ted talk about how to make toast if you've seen it where so I, I don't even remember who did it, but it's a brilliant, it, it, how many different ways there are to describe to do that single task. And it's down to the perception. So I agree, your education system, just to be clear, because you did say that, um, will help all of us make a difference. So whether that's your self-learning as a business owner, or whether that is uh, your need to just put your head up and work on your future, great, great program to work that through. And if your advisory that you use hasn't got it, wow, you might have to talk to Mike about that too. And I'm sure Vince would be happy to help as well. So let's talk about a fundamental truism about plain talking to close off this week's episode. And I think plain talking and straight talking requires one little bit of secret sauce, gentlemen. And that is the dedication of practicing skill on a daily basis. And I think when it goes wrong, it's because we forgot to do that. But wouldn't it be useful if we remembered it more often? To practice the skills, if you've done a call and there was a bit you liked, do that for the next three months and get good at it, right? Whether it's a book you've read about communication, do that for the next three months and get good at it. Whether you're improving storytelling in your company, do that for the next three months until your people tell you the story and go, Vince, you got it wrong, right? Or Eric, you got it wrong. Oh, Dave, you got it wrong. Mike, you got it wrong. So, in the spirit of skills, uh, my final question to you today, uh, no, no more of this, we've done that bit now, is what's the one thing, one skill you're going to really focus on to help you get good at plain talking so that your peoples can follow suit? Let's go to uh, Vince uh, last. So, Mike, <laughs> is there a skill that you're following or going to focus in on as a result of being here with us as our friends today? Yeah, the skill that I'm constantly working on is is active listening and being an active listener. I know enough about myself that um, that's something that is just a constant, constant battle because so much is going on in life and everything else. And it's the active listening. And this is what Eric pointed out um, when we originally started this. Um, in, listen like your life depends on it and i think that's true in business and that's true in, in everything in life yes 100 percent. eric over to you sir is there a skill that you're going to focus in on hopefully it won't involve crashing and cycling yeah, uh, yeah hopefully not. um yeah i'll have to wait till ski season for that totally <laughs> um you know I, like mike said you know obviously i think listening is very important but i also think it's important to listen to yourself so often people just talk and ramble because they're talking about maybe a subject they know real well and sometimes you got to step back and listen to yourself what am i saying you know is what i'm saying making sense am i connecting so that's that's probably what i'll work on it's just listening to myself great advice i think we could all do that too so to take a segments i've said that to you a few times is there a final suggestion or technique you're gonna make sure you focus on in the next few months? Well, me personally, I'm in boots camp. <laughs> I definitely need to uh, be a better active listener. Um, but 
from my team standpoint, I think one of the things I need to focus with them is that we need to make sure that we are tailoring our speech to the proper party. You know, depending on who we're talking to in the organization that, that we're focusing, we're focusing that guidance to that position. And I, I think anybody listening to this who applies that to, like many of the things we've spoken about today, to people in their companies, or if they're part of a team listening to this, I think that's great advice. So big thank you once again, before we start wrapping up the live feed, Mike, thank you for your time as always, my friends. Good to have you with us uh, and uh, your support from the Mastery Network perspective. And if you are watching, do get in touch with Mike Pitts. Mike, what's your email, sir? Mike at themastery.network. That's .network, not .com. So yeah, if you want to know more about the course, email that man. Eric, thank you for being with us, even with your injuries. And if yeah. you need help with your business strategies, Eric, how do they get in touch with you? They can go to... Uh email me at eric.swick at swickco.com. Excellent, that's fabulous news. And Vince, again, thank you for your support and going last each time um, so consistently. And Vince, how do people get in touch with you? They can contact me at vincent at howardcpas.com. I realize that how many of you actually say your emails that often? Because <laughs> you're all going, uh having to think a little bit about it so we're going to stop the live feed first going to do that now and as we wrap this up if you're still listening to the recording which i expect you are because it'll be playing we've been doing rlc presents cpa live weekly and we've been talking about straight talking and de-jargonizing your plain english in your company and in your role and in your life. So every success is all I've left to say with your learning. Thank you for listening to RLC CPA Live, brought to you by Double D Do Business. Make sure you follow us on LinkedIn at RLC Global. Here you'll find our guests, content, and more information from the show. RLC Presents CPA Live Weekly can also be found as bonus features on the Double D Do Business Podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and all other major podcast channels. All of us here at RLC wish you every success with your learning.